Welcome to this action-packed training on 20 ways to make $100 or more per day online. Maybe you're watching this because you just want a bit of extra income to supplement your existing job. Or maybe you want to get rid of your job altogether and replace it with an income source that will give you a bit more time and freedom. Whatever your reason is for picking up this training program, I really hope you get a lot out of it and that you take action on what you're about to learn. If you've been on the internet and looked around for work-at-home opportunities, you would have seen a bunch of ads claiming how easy it is to make $1,000 in a day with only 3 hours of work or $5,000 per month working just 30 minutes per day. These ads are pretty ridiculous. I'm not saying they're lying or they're scams. It really is possible to make a great income online, but the truth is it usually takes a lot of work to get started and to establish a consistent, reliable income. When you're just starting out, you're not going to make a great deal of money if you're just working 30 minutes a day. But it is possible to build a good income online and get started quickly as well. So in this program, we're going to cover 20 different ways you can get started creating an income online from the comfort of your own home in the next 7 days or less. They're all a bit different because I wanted to make sure there are a few options for every personality type and every skill set. You also don't have to limit yourself to just one strategy. You can use a few of them at the same time, or you can even mix and match a few of them to get better results. So let's get started. The first strategy we're going to take a look at is to become a content writer. If you're a good writer or just enjoy writing, I've got good news for you. Your services are in high demand. A lot of freelance writers, and regular people as well, are now earning a decent amount of income online by writing articles, blog posts, product reviews, website content, and books for people. Most website owners know they need to keep their websites up to date with fresh content, but they don't always have the time or willingness to sit and write a bunch of content themselves. That's where you come in. You can easily start earning an online income by providing your writing services to these website owners, to internet marketers, and to other writers as well. So what you need to do to get started as a writer is to first sign up and create your profile on freelance sites such as Elance, Odesk, and Fiverr. Put as much detail as possible about your experiences and what you can do. Basically, your profile should sell your services for you. There are two ways you will find work on these types of sites. One is through your profile, where people who are interested in hiring a writer will search for writers and look at your profile. If they like what they see and read on your profile, then they'll be more likely to contact you about getting some work done. The other way to find work is to browse through the job listings on these sites and find people who have posted on those sites actually looking for writers. Now, you're going to get a wide range of offers from people who need 10 articles of 500 words each and others who want a 10,000 word report written for them. So you have to decide what kind of writer you are. Will you specialize in one particular area? For example, you're exclusively an article writer, but you don't want to do longer books? Or will you be a general writer who does everything from short articles to product reviews and books? In most cases, it's always going to be a good idea to be a bit flexible with what you can do, so the more different types of writing services you can offer, the more opportunities for work you'll have. When you're just starting out and you don't have much of a reputation yet, you might need to just take any jobs you can get. Sometimes this means you might need to accept jobs that pay a little less than you would like, but take it anyway, build up your experience, and always ask for client testimonials as well for each job you complete. The more work you do initially, the more your reputation will grow as a great content writer, and the more longer-term work you'll be able to secure. 
That's the key right there. You want to build good, solid relationships with your clients so they will continue coming back to you over and over again for more content. They're always going to need more content for their websites, which means they're always going to need content writers. You need to make sure they're going back to you for their content needs. Next, let's take a look at how to become a blogger. If there's something you are passionate about or that you want to share with people, you can create a blog and let people know all about it. This is a great way to share your thoughts, ideas, or passion with people. It's also a great way to build a following and create a small community of like-minded people. The key to being successful as a blogger is to post regular content and make sure that content is engaging and interesting to read. Think about the type of blogs that you like to visit often. Why do you like reading their posts? What makes you go back to those blogs? What makes them unique? The answers to these questions should help you determine the type of blog you should be creating as well. Now, the most important part is, how do you monetize your blog? There are a few different ways to do this. One way is to have advertising spaces on your blog. You can sign up for a program like Google AdSense that will allow you to put advertising on your blog, and each time someone clicks on an ad, you will get paid a small portion. You can also allow companies and other websites to buy advertising space from you directly, and the price they pay you will depend largely on how much traffic you get to your site each month. Another great way to monetize your blog is to promote related products as an affiliate. So what this means is you promote other people's products, and if you make a sale from your site, you get paid a commission. Let's say you have a blog about knitting, and you want to promote a knitting kit or a training product on how to start knitting. Each sale you make of those products, you would get a commission of the product price. You can also promote your own products or services as well. Why not combine the first method of being a writer with being a blogger? So you can use your blog as a portfolio of your writing and use it to get clients for your writing services as well. The first thing you need to do to get started as a blogger is to decide what your blog will be about. What's the purpose of your blog? What do you want to promote or sell? Once you know that, you need to come up with a name for your blog. Make it something personal, something memorable, and of course, something that is related to what you want to do on your blog. The easiest way to actually get started blogging is to then sign up to WordPress.com and use their blogging platform. You can also register your own domain name to make it look more professional. Once you're all signed up to WordPress, you can download themes for your blog, which you can use to personalize the look and style. Just go over to Google and do a search for free WordPress themes, and you'll find a lot of sites with a lot of different themes you can use for your site. Then, get posting. Post news, lessons, stories, or anything else you want to post, and make sure you post content regularly, either every day or every other day. Finally, you need to start advertising your blog as well. Just because you built it, it doesn't mean they're going to come. You need to tell people about it, and you need to get people to start visiting your blog. You can do this by telling your friends and family on social media sites like Facebook and Twitter. You can also visit other blogs related to yours and start posting comments on the posts there. Don't blatantly advertise your blog, though. Make sure your comment is in response to an actual post on the site. Most sites will allow you to place your blog's address in a separate text field that will appear once your comment is approved. So if your comment is interesting, people will see your blog's address and click through to your blog. It can take some time to establish a solid readership, so you probably won't be earning a great deal of money initially, but if you stick with it and combine this with other strategies you'll learn about in this training, you can really increase your profit potential dramatically. 
Another great option for writers to make money online is to get your books published on the Amazon Kindle Store. Writers are always looking to get their books published, promoted, and sold. Amazon provides a perfect solution for first-time writers and veterans to get their self-published book published and noticed. The Amazon Marketplace for Kindle eBooks is such a huge resource for writers that it should be a part of every writer's plans. There are countless success stories from writers and authors who have published their eBooks for Kindle, and there is a huge demand for new material on a daily basis. Getting an ebook published and available for Kindle is not as difficult as it may seem, and writers should put together a strategy for publishing their ebooks. The first step is to have a fully edited draft that is grammatically correct and delivers the final product that you are happy with. If it's fiction, there should be a good character development and story structure. If it's nonfiction, the ebook should have proper references and factual data. When preparing your final editorial draft, have your friends and family read the ebook in addition to possibly having it reviewed by a professional. Now that you have a completed ebook, you need to properly prepare it to be sold on the Amazon Kindle Marketplace. The first thing that every self-published writer should do when getting ready to sell the ebook on Amazon is to properly format it for Kindle. You will be uploading your ebook to Kindle Direct Publishing, which requires very specific formatting. Amazon provides great resources on how to properly format your ebook. So just follow these steps when you're ready to start uploading your books. There are also freelance editors on Fiverr who will convert and format your ebook to be properly submitted to Kindle Direct Publishing. Regardless of how you get your ebook formatted, this is an extremely important step. After have the ebook correctly formatted, you need to get a cover designed that is attractive, professional, and eye-catching. This is what will visually sell the ebook and is just as important as the formatting. Amazon provides recommendations for the Kindle cover art in their publishing guidelines that you should follow. You can also simply hire a number of great designers on Fiverr who will design a professional cover for you. Just let them know it's for Kindle, and they will create a cover that is the right size for Kindle. Once you've got all that done, you're now ready to publish your ebook on Amazon and have it read on Kindles worldwide. This can be quite an intimidating process, but it shouldn't be. All you need is a free Amazon account and just follow the simple steps on Kindle Direct Publishing. So to begin the process of uploading your work for publishing, choose to add a new title and fill out the required information. Upload the ebook and cover art and save the uploaded information. Proceed to the Rights and Pricing page where it is suggested that you choose worldwide rights and a 70% royalty rate. Decide on a price, research similar books to see what they are selling for, and save and publish your project. In 24 to 48 hours, you will be a published writer on Amazon, and your ebook can be purchased on any Kindle in the world. The last process in proper self publishing on Amazon is promotion of your book. Just because you write it doesn't mean people are going to buy it. You need to promote your book on social media through blogs, family members, friends, and much more. Ask every reader to leave an honest and positive review of the book. A positive review from readers usually provides more sales along with interest and attention from other readers. Amazon provides a great way for writers to get their ebooks published, and it is a simple process that is very easy to complete. Every new writer or aspiring writer can get their ebooks published and sold on Amazon for Kindle readers. Next, we're going to look at how you can resell popular products for a profit. A great way to create a sustainable business online is to sell your own products or training courses. Now, obviously, it's going to be difficult creating your own products if you're just getting started. 
So why not buy the rights to sell other people's products? That's right. You can buy resell rights to certain products where you can then turn around and put your name on the product as the creator and sell it as your own product. Now, we're not talking about physical products like tables and chairs. We're talking about digital products like this training program. The reason why you want to focus on digital products to resell is because you don't need to deal with an inventory. You just need to set up the site that you buy with resell rights and start selling. Most times, the creator of the product will provide you with all the instructions you need to get everything set up, so that way, when someone buys from you, they can just download it from a special link on your site. So, to get started with this, you need to start buying products that you can resell. You can buy just one product or multiple products. It's up to you. But it's generally a good idea to buy just one product first and see how you go with that before branching out with more products. There are several sites you can visit to purchase products to resell. A few of the better ones are plrsupremacy.com, unselfishmarketer.com, and resell-rights-weekly.com. Check out those sites and see if there's a product you like that you think you could sell. Once you've purchased a product you like, go through the instructions that come with it to start making some changes to it. Of course, you want to put your name on the sales page, and you should also get a new set of designs done for it. Just head on over to the Warrior Forum and check out the Warriors for Hire section to find people who will be able to do some great designs for you. When you've got that done, you will need to set up the actual site on your own domain. That's where you'll be selling your product from. Now, again, people aren't just going to come flooding to your site just because you built it. You need to now market your site as well. The easiest way to do this is to find forums related to your product and start posting helpful posts and comments there. So, if you have a product that is in the weight loss niche, then you want to go to online forums related to weight loss. Just head on over to Google and do a search for forums in your niche. Find a few of the most active forums in your niche and sign up for a free account. In your profile, you can usually add a signature, which is a small text box that appears at the end of each of your posts. In your signature, you want to put a call to action that will direct people to your site. So, something like, click here to find out how to lose 10 pounds in 21 days and then make that an actual link that goes back to your site. So the more helpful and informative posts you make on these forums, the more people will see your link back to your site. Start building a list of customers and subscribers as well. And also, collect testimonials from buyers that you can include on your sales page. It can take time to establish a consistent number of sales, but with persistence and patience, you can gradually move on to selling other products in other niches as well. Let's move on now to becoming an online consultant or coach. A lot of people go online to seek advice about their careers, about business, about relationships, and just about anything else as well. They prefer seeking advice online because it's more anonymous and convenient. But a lot of times, they don't know who to believe because there is just so much information out there. So there's a growing trend towards actually paying professionals and experts for their advice and coaching in specific areas instead of just reading information on random sites. If you've got specific expertise, or just have the ability to provide advice and counsel people, then this is something you should consider. Even if you've just got extensive experience in life or business, you can easily promote yourself as a life coach or business coach. What you need to do to get started as an online coach or consultant is to set up a website that tells people who you are and what you can offer. It's a good idea to specialize in a specific area first, so tell people that you do life coaching or business consulting or that you're an expert in relationships. Whatever it is, 
choose an area of specialization that you're comfortable in to begin with. One of the best things about this type of income stream is that you can do the coaching and consultation over the phone or over Skype, so you can end up having clients from all over the world. So make sure on your site you have multiple ways for people to contact you. Have your email, have your phone number, have your social media pages, and have your Skype ID. Make it as easy as possible for people to get a hold of you. Once you've got your site up, it's just a matter of marketing your services to people who need it. So find online forums in your niche and start participating there by posting helpful comments. Like the previous method we talked about, have a link in your signature that sends people to your site. Also, visit blogs that are related to what you do and post helpful comments there with a link back to your site. When you get people contacting you from your site, reply to them with some good advice to get started with, but then mention that you will be able to help them much more if you go on the phone or Skype and had a chat instead. That's where you can then talk directly with them to get an idea of what kind of help they need and what kind of help you can provide them. Of course, you can also then negotiate with them to set up a paid consultation session in the near future. How much they pay you for each session depends largely on your experience, your expertise, and how confident you are in your ability to help that specific client. Another great way to make money online is to become a translator. If you can speak multiple languages fluently, then that's a great way to earn an income online as a translator. There are a lot of companies and professionals who want to convert their websites to other languages, and they need translators to help them do this. Some people might need to translate their English websites to other popular languages, such as French or Spanish, whereas other people might want their website content to be translated from those languages into English. To get started as a translator, you can go to freelance sites such as Elance, Odesk, or Fiverr and create a profile that explains everything you can do. Then simply wait for people to contact you. Or you can submit your proposals to people who have posted a job offering on those sites. There are also other sites that cater specifically to translators, such as translatorsbase.com. So you should also go to these sites and register a profile there as well. What you can also do is offer other related services in those other languages you speak fluently. So if, for example, you speak English and Russian fluently, perhaps in addition to translating content from English to Russian or Russian to English, you could also offer to write Russian content for people. If you do a good enough job, you could end up being their go-to guy or girl for any work they need done in that specific language. Now, let's take a look at an old-school way to make money online that still works very well, and that's to sell your stuff on eBay. If you've got any unused items like clothes, books, antiques, or anything that's still in good condition, why not clear a bit of space in your home and sell them on eBay? Just take a look around your house and see if there's anything you don't really need anymore that you would like to sell. You'd be surprised how much stuff you could get rid of. Depending on what it is, some of your items might only sell for a few dollars. Others might sell for a few hundred dollars. It all depends on what you're selling and what kind of demand there is for those items. What you can do is go to eBay and check out the popular items to see what is selling really well. See if you've got any of those popular items lying around your house. You can also go around your neighborhood to check out garage sales or flea markets to see if any of these popular items are being sold there. Then just buy it at the sale or at the market and go ahead and sell it again on eBay. Another idea to find items you can buy and resell on eBay is to check the classified section of your local newspaper. See what people are selling there and try to identify if any of those would be popular on eBay. 
To get started on eBay, you basically just need to register a free account on the site as a seller, then go over to PayPal and set up an account there as well. That's where you're going to be receiving your payments when someone buys your items on eBay. Then you need to just list the items you want to sell. The most important part of the listing is the headline. Make sure it clearly states what it is you're selling and make it engaging enough so that people will want to check out the details of your item. With the items you're selling, you want to take good, clear photos of them and put them on the listing page. Take photos from a few different angles and make sure they're well lit as well. Finally, you need to describe exactly what it is for sale on the listing. Be clear about what it is, what people are getting, and be honest about anything that might be wrong with it. For example, if it's an antique that has a few scratches on it, just state that it has a few scratches. Don't make it a big deal, but also don't completely ignore it either. The last thing you want is for someone to buy it from you, and then when they receive the actual item, they're unhappy because of some defect that you didn't mention. Refunds aren't fun to deal with, so be clear and honest in your description. The more items you list on eBay, the more chances you have of selling. So keep looking around your home and around your neighborhood for items that might be popular on eBay. An alternative to this is to sell other people's stuff on eBay. So you can approach your friends, family, or neighbors to see if they have anything they want to sell, then set everything up for them on eBay and sell the item on their behalf. You can either get paid a certain percentage of the final price or just ask for a flat fixed fee for setting everything up and actually selling their item for them. You don't have to just limit yourself to people you know either. Why not approach retail businesses in your area to see if they have an online presence on eBay at all and if they would be interested in setting something up. A lot of small retail businesses rely solely on walk-in traffic, but if they go online, and especially on eBay, then they have a far greater reach where their customers can be coming from the other side of the country or even the other side of the world. So if they are interested in having an online presence, then you can be the person who sets things up for them. All you need to do is set up an account for the business and list their items for them. Again, you can get paid a percentage of the final sale price for their items or ask for a setup fee and a management fee. Most of these small businesses don't have enough time to manage their listings themselves, so you'd be helping them expand their business and their reach by doing everything for them. Obviously, when you set up their eBay account for them, you would use their details and their logo. Make sure you also get all the details you need for each of the items you're going to list, as well as clear photos. Try to target small businesses that are selling products similar to those that you find on the eBay popular items list. Tell the businesses that their products are currently selling very well on eBay. Even show them the list of popular items from eBay's site and tell them that you can get them set up and selling on eBay. Also, show them the actual listing of products that are similar to those in their shop and explain to them how you can do the same for their business and list their items in a similar way. Don't forget to also mention that once they're on eBay, they will be able to promote their products to people around the country and around the world. Next, let's go through something very similar to this, and that's how you can become a virtual assistant online. If you've spent some time working in a corporate environment, you can put your experiences and skills to use online by becoming a virtual assistant. Virtual assistants are freelancers who work remotely and utilize technology to provide services to clients globally. Many work from their home and get their project directions by phone, email, or even instant messages. 
While a lot of virtual assistants provide secretarial services, such as online research, data entry, report writing, or proofreading, very much like a professional assistant would, VAs who specialize in areas such as internet marketing, social media, design, IT support, or even translations are becoming more common. The downside to starting out as a VA is that sometimes you might need to work non-traditional hours to fit in with the time zone of your clients. So if you've got a client from the other side of the world, you might need to end up working in your evenings to accommodate their mornings, but a lot of times clients will be flexible with arrangements like this. To get started as a VA, the first thing you need to do is determine what sort of services you want to provide. Think about specializing in two to three services initially, then expand from there as your clients' needs grow. Then you should also create profiles on freelance websites like Elance, Odesk, and Fiverr. Provide as much detail as possible on your profiles about your experience, skills, and what kind of services you provide. Some people will find your profile and contact you about doing work for them, but you can also browse through these sites and find people who have posted job listings. Check these listings out and contact them to see if you would be a good fit for their project. You might also want to join a few networking groups online so you can get more professional contacts that can eventually lead to more business for you. LinkedIn is a great place for this. The most important key to succeeding as a VA is to make sure you always provide high-quality service. You don't want only clients who hire you for a one-time project. You want clients to hire you over the long term. And the more you can display how much value you provide to your clients, the more they will want to keep you working with them. You might also need to accept some lower paying rates than what you really want to begin with, but as your reputation for high quality work grows and you get more testimonials, you will be able to start asking for a much higher rate. Initially, you'll probably take as many clients as you can get, but an important thing to keep in mind also is that you don't want to just rely on only a few clients as your primary source of income. Ideally, you will end up having multiple long-term clients who need you to work several hours per week, and this in addition to having multiple one-time clients as well. That's how you end up establishing a stable income as a VA. Another option is to become a specialized freelancer. Do you have a specific set of skills that could be useful for small businesses or for other people? Are you a programmer? Can you take great photos? Do you know how to edit audio or video? Or maybe you're an expert with a certain piece of software. Whatever it is, if you've got a certain skill, you can become a freelancer and offer your services online. So let's say you're a programmer. There are a couple of ways you can get paid online. One is to offer your services as a freelancer so you can get hired by a company and you can get paid to work on specific projects for them. Or you can create your own software, either from scratch or as add-ons to existing software and sell that to interested buyers. Actually, why not do both? Get paid as a freelancer to work on specific projects and also work on your own projects that you can sell at a later date. Find out where a need is. If you're familiar with specific software, think about where it doesn't deliver and where you could fill a gap with your own software. You could even sell your software with resale rights so that other marketers can buy your software and resell it as their own you will be able to charge a premium for providing those resale rights. If you're a photographer, you can easily sell your work as stock photos online. 
Basically, what you would be doing is selling the rights to other people and businesses to use your photos in any way they wish. The most common reasons why people might purchase your work are to use them on their website, in marketing material, in presentations, or in designs. The easiest way to get started selling your stock photos is to list them on various stock photo websites. You would generally be paid on a royalty basis on these sites, so you make your photos available and when someone purchases them, that's when you get paid. There are quite a few websites where you can list your photos. A few of the most popular ones are iStockPhoto.com, DreamsTime.com, Fotolia.com, and Shutterstock.com. One is to offer your services as a freelancer so you can get hired by a company and you can get paid to work on specific projects for them. Or you can create your own software, either from scratch or as add-ons to existing software, and sell that to interested buyers. Actually, why not do both? Get paid as a freelancer to work on specific projects and also work on your own projects that you can sell at a later date. Find out where a need is. If you're familiar with specific software, think about where it doesn't deliver and where you could fill a gap with your own software. You could even sell your software with resale rights so that other marketers can buy your software and resell it as their own. You will be able to charge a premium for providing those resale rights. If you're a photographer, you can easily sell your work as stock photos online. Basically, what you would be doing is selling the rights to other people and businesses to use your photos in any way they wish. The most common reasons why people might purchase your work are to use them on their website, in marketing material, in presentations, or in designs. The easiest way to get started selling your stock photos is to list them on various stock photo websites. You would generally be paid on a royalty basis on these sites, so you make your photos available and when someone purchases them, that's when you get paid. There are quite a few websites where you can list your photos. A few of the most popular ones are iStockPhoto.com, DreamsTime.com, Fotolia.com, and Shutterstock.com. To become successful selling stock photography, you need to provide photos that people are actually looking for and willing to pay for. Take a look at some of the most popular photos on stock photo sites and you'll get a few ideas of what you should be emulating and the types of photos you should be taking. So think about what type of skills and experiences you have and what specialized services you might be able to provide as a freelancer or what kind of specialized products you can create to sell as well. A great option if you're interested is to become a freelance graphic designer. If you're an expert with Photoshop and you can create great designs, then you can provide various design services to different companies and websites. Just about every company needs designs for various reasons, including banners for online advertising, pamphlets, flyers, headers on their website, logos, Facebook covers, Twitter backgrounds, book covers, and so much more. An important decision you need to make, though, is whether you're going to provide a full range of design services or are you going to specialize in a particular area. So what some people might do is focus on social media designs, which means they'll create designs for people to place on their social media profiles. So this would include things like Facebook covers, Twitter backgrounds, and YouTube backgrounds. Others will focus entirely on designing logos, whereas even more will focus just on book covers you have to decide which way you're going to go. If you have a passion for a particular area of design, 
then perhaps stick with that to get started. You can also expand your services later on as you get more clients. What you need to do to get started is create your own website and describe the type of design services you provide. If you've got previous experience, let people know on your site. It's also a good idea to have a page on your site for your portfolio. So any designs you've done that you want to use as part of your portfolio, include them there. It's also a good idea to have a few examples for each of the services you want to provide. You might also want to create a few new designs to include in there as well. Once you've got your site up with your portfolio showcasing your work, you can get started by advertising your services on sites such as Fiverr, Elance, and Odesk. You can also advertise your services to local clients through Craigslist and in your own local newspapers. You'll find that your clients might hire you once for a specific service, like a book cover, but then find they also need designs for their social media profiles. So you can become their go-to designer who provides a range of services they need throughout their business. Always see if you can help them out with any other designs. If they run a business, there's a good chance they'll have other design needs as well. So don't be afraid to ask them if they need any other designs or even just let them know that you provide other design services that they may be interested in. The key is to not think of your clients as a one-time buyer, but someone who comes back to you over and over again for either the same design service or for other complementary services you provide. In terms of what you charge your clients, if you're just starting out without much experience, you might need to begin by charging a lower amount than what you really want just to get the word out about your services. The more clients you get and the more your reputation grows, that's when you'll be able to charge more for your services. Let's go in a slightly different direction now and talk about how you can sell your own homemade gifts online. If you've got a passion for creating gifts at home, or if you just really enjoy arts and crafts, why not sell some of your creations online? People are selling everything online, from homemade jewelry to custom t-shirts, creative gift cards, and even custom portraits. If you've got any kind of creative talents, you can try selling your services or your creations online. These will work well as gifts to just about anybody, especially if you can personalize your creations for your buyers. If you head on over to Fiverr, you'll see under the gifts section there a wide range of people offering extremely creative gifts for a great price. There are people who will make earrings for you, personalized keychains, dreamcatcher bracelets, custom phone cases, and even custom handkerchiefs. A lot of times, people will take up these offers and personalize them for gifts. So, if you enjoy creating specific gifts from home, you can easily take orders for them and just personalize it the way your buyer wants it. The easiest way to get started is to head on over to Fiverr and create a new account. Provide the details of what you can create, and then also upload some photos and videos of them. Target people who want personalized gifts. You should also advertise your Fiverr page on your social media profiles. If your buyers are over the moon with their gifts, then get them to share your Fiverr gig with their friends via social media as well. If you want to take it to another level, you can also start selling your homemade gifts on Amazon and eBay. Initially, you will be creating these products yourself, managing the orders and also shipping them out. Eventually, you might want to get your friends or family to help you out, or maybe even hire a few local helpers to get the orders out. Focus on advertising your creations as gifts, especially for birthdays. This will help you to ensure there will always be a steady stream of demands as there are birthdays being celebrated every single day. The opposite of this is if you want to target gifts for certain seasons. 
For example, if you create homemade gifts for Christmas, then you have to wait 11 months before you will see a spike in demand. I don't recommend doing this if you want to have a steady income. Promote your gift as something that would work for everybody and for all occasions. Next, let's talk about how you can earn an income by teaching online. If you're an expert in any subject, or if you've got teaching experience, you can easily start teaching people who need your help online. You can pretty much teach any topic you want, and you don't even need to leave your home to do it. A lot of students in the U.S. and around the world need help with their homework, projects, and various other school activities. One of the biggest areas of demand for online teachers is from students in non-English speaking countries who want to learn English. This is definitely the case with Chinese students, where there are millions of students who have a great desire to improve their English. You don't even need any teaching experience here. You can just help your students with their pronunciation, or basic sentence structure, or even just to help with how to say certain phrases. Most online teachers who do this kind of teaching will really only engage in conversational English teaching, which means you basically help your students to learn English by engaging in conversations with them about a range of topics. So you could help them with basic greetings or just various phrases and expressions. As I mentioned before, you don't even need any experience to teach English. You just need to have a desire to help your students improve their spoken and written English. Two great sites to start doing this are etutor.com and liveetutor.com. These sites will help you find students from all over the world, and it will also help you with actually doing the teaching as well. What you would do to accept the payments is to take them through PayPal and then just conduct the teachings online through Skype. You can also become friends with people overseas on Facebook or various forums and let them know that you can help them with their English as well. Try to target students in university, as there is massive demand here, and they will be likely to get their friends to join in as well, which means more students for you. Another great way to earn an income online for those who are technically inclined is to provide basic technical services. If you've spent a bit of time learning about internet marketing, then there's a good chance you already know a lot more about it than a lot of other people. You might know how to set up hosting, how to purchase a domain, how to install WordPress, and how to upload files onto a server. These are all valuable skills that a lot of others don't know how to do. Not everybody is tech savvy. Most people will know how to check their emails or play around with their social media profiles, but when it comes to other technical areas related to internet marketing, they often get intimidated. So if you are confident with pretty basic technical services, then you can make money by providing these services for new people who don't know how to do this or just don't want to learn how to do it. One option you have is to offer to set up a website for people. So you would discuss with them what kind of website they want. You would then purchase their domain, choose a hosting provider, and install WordPress. To take it another step, you might also provide additional services like content writing to fill out their website with high-quality content. What you can also do is provide a basic setup service for people who buy PLR products. Most people who buy PLR products don't end up doing much with them so you can help them out by offering to set up their products on their websites for a fee. If you already know how to do basic setups and installations, then this will be pretty easy for you to do. But if you need some guidance, you can always head over to YouTube and watch tutorials there. So even if you're not completely sure about how to do certain things, you can always get some guidance to help you through it. The easiest way to get started with this is to advertise your services on places like the Warrior Forum. 
There are a lot of newer people there who need help with their websites and with setting up their own products. You can also promote your services on freelance sites like Fiverr, Elance, and Odesk. There are always people going there looking for service providers to provide them with technical assistance. Just remember, not everybody is tech savvy, especially with things that are related to setting up a website. So even though you might think everybody would know how to set up a basic WordPress site, you'd be surprised at how many people actually need help with it. Something you can also do is to provide SEO services to businesses in your local area. SEO is one of the most important business services and any successful business must have a prominent website that has high rankings in search engines if they want to have a decent online presence. As an SEO service provider or consultant, your aim is to create a solid customer base that relies on you to increase their online presence and assist in their overall online performance. What you need to focus on is to help these businesses increase their rankings on search engine results, which ultimately increases their profits. We all know that SEO is something that every business owner should look to increase and develop over time, but the problem is most offline business owners don't know how to go about increasing their ranking. That's where you come in. You can be the SEO person in your local area who helps small businesses with their online presence. To start getting clients, you can simply set up a website with details about the SEO services you provide and start letting people know about what you can do. Tell your friends and family and perhaps they can refer clients your way. Attend local business networking events and meet local business people who you may be able to help. You can also have flyers or postcards printed with your contact details on it and distribute them to local businesses. Obviously, you need to know what you're doing with SEO, and there's a lot of material online that will help you with that. But the actual work of building backlinks, keyword research, and optimizing your client's website isn't something you necessarily need to do yourself. An easy way to do this is to outsource the actual SEO work to other service providers who market their services primarily online. They usually have their own systems and software in place to be able to create a large amount of high-quality backlinks so just work with them to provide your clients with a good SEO service. What you can also do is provide these local businesses with social media services in conjuncture with your SEO services. Most brick-and-mortar businesses don't have all that great of an online web presence at all. Most of them don't know the first thing about SEO, and they might have a Facebook page or a Twitter profile, but they sure aren't using it in the best way possible. Businesses like these are just leaving money on the table. So not only can you provide them with SEO services, but you can also consult them on their social media strategy or even manage their accounts for them. The first thing you need to do to provide both SEO and social media services to local businesses is to have a portfolio of sites you've worked with before. This is an important one that a lot of marketers forget about. Build up a portfolio of various websites that you've helped with your SEO or social media skills. Don't have any previous clients? Just build a few blogs and promote them over social media and get them ranked high up for their keywords or offer your services to charitable groups for a couple of weeks. This is a quick way to build a portfolio that you can show off to your potential clients. What you also want to do is to meet with your potential clients in person. A lot of people would just prefer cold calling, which I think is fine, but in the end you should visit the manager at least once face-to-face. This isn't too hard, and it will make them trust you more. Bring your laptop and show them your previous work. Discuss what you can do for them and show them examples with their website. 
Of course, you want to provide great results to your clients, so make sure you know what you're doing, or the service providers you're working with are reputable and can provide high-quality work as well. The better they feel about what you're doing for them, the more referrals they will give you. The more referrals you get, the better off you will be. So it's in everyone's best interest if you provide good results. If doing work with offline clients isn't really your thing, then you might want to consider building your own e-commerce business. If you find the right niche in the right market and learn to capture that market's attention, the possibilities are endless with e-commerce. Plus, you don't need to be a web developer or a computer expert to get a great-looking, professional e-commerce site going. You just need to have a plan. The first thing you need to do is to identify your niche. It might be something you're passionate about, a hobby you have, or something you're extremely knowledgeable about. An example might be that someone who loves to go surfing would build an e-commerce site that sells surfboards and surf-related items. Or, if you work as a personal trainer, perhaps your niche could be health and fitness for the types of clients you work with the most. Choosing a niche that is interesting to you is extremely important, as you will find it easier to engage with customers, create content, and provide products and services relating to that niche. After you choose your niche, you need to identify who exactly your target customers are. Offer them a solution to a problem they may have or provide a product that fills a void in their lives. Figure out what types of people demographically will be interested in the products you plan on offering and cater to their needs. Also, consider that in a market that has a lot of competition, you need to emphasize your point of difference. What makes you interesting and unique? What can you offer potential customers that is different from your competitors? Focus on ways you can go above and beyond and feature the qualities you excel at. Once you have an idea, you will need to source products to sell. Locally, you can find merchant markets that are held on a regular basis and are only accessible by business owners. These offer great business-to-business -business deals, and since they're local, you don't have to worry about shipping and import costs and regulations. Also, try liquidation.com for local resources you can find online. If you're looking for sourcing options overseas, which are typically cheaper, check out Alibaba.com, which offers business-to-business -business product sourcing in over 240 countries. Globalsources.com is another great online resource that also provides online as well as physical trade show options for sourcing. The next step to e-commerce success is building a great website. If you have the products to sell to the right market, but you don't have a great website, you won't make any sales. Be sure to target your website to your audience, choosing designs and colors that appeal to that demographic. Also make sure that the overall appearance of the website showcases your products, looks professional and credible, and is easy to navigate. Today's web users have little patience, so if your site doesn't look good and work well, your customers will be gone before you know it. Take the time to build an efficient, well-presented site. If you're not really familiar with how to build a website, you can go to places like Elance or Odesk where you can hire web developers and designers to create exactly what you're looking for. Once your site is ready to sell, you must drive traffic consistently and efficiently to the website to generate revenue. One of the best ways to do this is through a well-maintained, SEO-friendly, and interesting blog that features lots of engaging, creative content related to your target market. This is another place where being truly interested in your niche comes in handy. The more content you can add to your site about your niche, the more customers you will generate. Update the blog regularly. Also, make sure that you are using social media to your advantage, sharing updates and driving traffic to your site.
If you follow these simple steps, you can create an amazing e-commerce site that will provide revenues and provide you with an at-home business that you love. Make sure you find the right niche first. Source your products, create a stunning website, and start driving traffic to that site. Now, some people might not want to deal with physical products and suppliers, and that's fine. A great option for you would be to become an affiliate marketer. Affiliate marketing is one of the easiest ways to get started making money online. There is a high earning potential, you don't have to worry about customer service, and you don't even have to create your own products. Basically, how it works is you promote other people's products, and for each sale you make, you earn a commission. I know quite a few people who make their entire living based off of affiliate marketing. Before you can earn any commissions, you need to know what you're going to promote. Find a subject that you're interested in and one that you've bought products in before. It can be sports related. It can be related to cars. Almost anything that you are interested in. You can make money in everything from weight loss to chess. So there are many different options available. If you don't really have an interest that stands out, just go with niches that have proven to be profitable and they are usually topics within the health, wealth, and relationships niche. To actually promote products as an affiliate, what you need to do is create a website based around the niche you've chosen. So go ahead and get web hosting and buy a domain name from GoDaddy.com. You should also install WordPress to manage your site and your content. Obviously, the content on your site is important, but you should also be building an email list of visitors on your site as well. To do this, all you need to do is sign up to an autoresponder service like Aweber, and there you will be able to create a subscription form to place on your website so people can sign up for updates. Then, you need to choose the right products to promote. For most people, the best option is to go through affiliate networks such as ClickBank, JVZoo, or Warrior Plus. They all provide digital products in the form of ebooks, video training, software, or coaching. ClickBank caters to a whole range of different niches, whereas JVZoo and Warrior Plus focus on the internet marketing world. Regardless of which affiliate network you join, you want to promote products that convert well and are being sold regularly. Once you've done that, you then need to write a few good reviews on the product. Why should people buy it? Is it useful? What makes it such a great product? Leave an affiliate link at the bottom and top of your review so that people will click on it when they want to buy the product. This way, when they do buy, you get paid a commission for sending them over to the product. You should also provide helpful tips and strategies that are directly related to the product. Finally, you want to make sure your content is optimized for the search engines. You'll also need to build some high-quality backlinks over time to ensure your site ranks well for your main keywords. If you want more free traffic, use social media websites like Facebook, YouTube, and Google+. Once you start getting traffic and sales, you can start focusing more on paid traffic strategies like Facebook ads, solo ads, and media buys. Affiliate marketing is easy to get started in, but it's also quite competitive. What you should be focusing on is building a list of interested subscribers and then sending them more great tips to their email and also promoting related offers to them over time. Another great option to earn an income online is to start flipping websites. Basically, with flipping websites, it works very much in the same way as flipping houses. You build or buy a website, add value to it, and then sell the website for a profit. There are a few different ways that you can approach website flipping. First, if you've already got an existing site, you can sell that. Or you can design and develop a new website from scratch and then sell that. And of course, you can purchase someone else's site, add value to it, and then sell it for a profit. 
Each of these has benefits that will apply based to your strengths and knowledge base. Of course, selling an existing site of your own is generally the lowest growth potential investment of the three. However, selling your own property is a great way to dive into the world of flipping websites. The second way to get into flipping is to design and develop a new site to flip. This is a perfect choice for those idea people out there who have the design and development skills to build a great site that is basically turnkey but lack the desire or time to invest in fully developing the site's place in the market. You can start by doing some research on different audiences and what their needs are, modeling potential sites after currently successful sites. This is your chance to do everything you've always wished that sites would do. Everything you've ever said, I could do that better. Build that better mousetrap and create a product that has huge potential for income. At that point, you can develop an initial audience and traffic flow or immediately place it for sale at a site-flipping marketplace like Flippa.com. The third method is the most widely used and holds the highest potential for income growth. There are many brokerage sites that are complete website marketplaces offering existing sites in all profit and traffic levels. These sites like Flippa.com allow you to break down websites by growth potential, current traffic, and revenue generated and categories. You can dive into the deep end with more established and robust sites. However, those are obviously more expensive. For the first time flipper, you can immediately get your feet wet with lower end web properties that allow you to make your growth with lower stress properties. Once you start purchasing sites, you can work on making the site perform stronger and start generating greater revenue. At that point, you can decide either to keep the site for yourself to generate income or flip it by putting it back on the market, which is where the biggest gains will come from. Site flipping can seem a very overwhelming world to get into, but with all of the resources available to you, flipping can be an incredibly profitable and fun online business to start. The last method to make money online that we're going to cover is to sell your own information products. Information products are huge online. They're everywhere you look, from diet books to Forex marketing strategies. There are products in almost every market. Take a look around online. With all of the ebooks on ClickBank, who is making all of the money? The product creators, of course. Yes, the affiliates are making good money as well. But if you really want to take your online earnings to another level, then you need to create your own information products. Information products can take the form of a simple ebook, video training, coaching, or even software. Choose a niche that you know a lot about or just look around ClickBank for ideas for good products. Sit down and make an outline of the training that you want to provide. You can, of course, hire writers to create your product for you as well. The next step is a little bit harder. What you need to do is create a website for your product. You can either do this yourself or pay designers to create one for you. You can either write the sales copy or pay someone to do it for you as well. Personally, I find that the easiest thing to do is hire professionals to get this done for me. There are some talented designers, writers, copywriters, and product creators out there. And if you don't know what you're doing, then you're better off hiring professionals to get it all done for you. Once you've created your product, you should list it on an affiliate network like ClickBank or JVZoo. This way, you will have affiliates approach you and want to promote your product for you. You will need to pay them a commission for each sale they make, and these networks will take care of all of the payments for that. What you can also do to promote your product is pay for traffic through pay-per-click networks, solo ads, and even advertising on Facebook. The key to success with selling your own information products is not just to create one product and stop. 
you need to continue to create more products to sell to your buyers, preferably products that offer even more value and are at a higher price point. So you can create video products, membership sites, offer coaching or consulting, and even services to your buyers. The more products and services you offer, the more profits you're going to make from your buyers. So there you have it. 20 ways you can start making $100 or more per day online. No doubt you've got a bunch of different ideas running through your head right now. What you need to do now is choose one idea and go with that. The intention of this training isn't to just give you ideas, it's to expose you to the different ways you can make money online and also to help you find out which one you want to focus on. Focus on one strategy and stick with that until you see success. You can, of course, combine different strategies together, but make sure they are related and that you are targeting the same audience. So, if you're a writer, maybe you can offer freelance writing services and, at the same time, write a blog. Or, if you want to offer marketing services to offline businesses, you can easily provide both SEO and social media services to them. What you don't want to do is immediately think you're going to create an information product, then tomorrow you go and build an e-commerce store, and then the day after that you decide you want to be a freelance designer. Don't try to do 10 different things at the same time. Focus on one particular strategy that really interests you and stick with it until you reach your revenue goals and then branch out into other related strategies. I hope this training has been helpful and that you really take action on what you've just learned. Thank you and all the best.